It's the Pistons Pod, presented by Uptime Energy Drink. Now here's your host, Matt Gary. It's a pre-draft edition, everybody, of the Pistons Pod right here at Pistons.com. Thanks for joining us, and we welcome you in where we're going to talk to Rashad Phillips, NBA prospect draft guide, Fox Sports, author of The Evolution is Being Televised, and of course, the man that was the all-time leading scorer for many, many years right here at the University of Detroit Mercy. You see shot all over the place and doing a bunch of appearances now, and he's going to join us here on the Pistons Pod to talk about the fifth pick, prospects galore. Rashad, uh, appreciate it as always, my friend. How are you? I'm fantastic, Diesel. Thanks for having me. Always love talking to you every year on the show here. Let's get right into it. Uh, first of all, your impressions of where Detroit is now uh, under Troy Weaver, Dwayne Casey, a couple of years into this restoration. How do you think it's going, and, and where do you think it's going? I, I like it so far. I, I, I think Troy has done a terrific job of, of, of putting the right pieces in play so far, and um we're about two or three years away from really making a, a playoff push. And, and I like, you know, I like the addition of, of coach Casey. He has a, a proven track record in this league. And um, I like, I like where we're at. Cade Cunningham certainly was a no brainer. You and I talked about him last year going number one uh, as you watched him play. And I know you, you evaluate players differently and, and give them almost different names, but how do you kind of, how, how do you kind of characterize Cade's first year? I think he was fantastic. He's what I call a dual forward, you know, six foot six and a half of his ability um, to make players around him better. Um, he doesn't need a, a lot of shots to be effective to leave his imprint on the game. Um, he has an infectious personality. So I just thought that, you know, drafting him um, would, would really elevate the rest of the guys around him and, and very, very exciting to see um, him continue that um, and build on from last year. What, how do you put players around him? You, you mentioned, let, let's use the example, I think Sadiq Bey probably got better playing with Cade. But yes. how, how do you, you know, I know you've compared him to Grant Hill too, but how, how, do you, how does it work to put players around him and what, yeah. what, what, what would you do? Yeah, well, you, you always want to, you got to look at the, the landscape of the NBA. So in order to win in the NBA, you have to have a lob threat first, okay? Um, and then you get... Um, multifaceted defenders that can can switch out and guard um, any type of wings when you're running ball screen action. So you need those type of guys and you need jump shooters. And, and that's what the Pistons have done with, you know, with Sadiq Bay and, um, and you need some, some defenders, you know, that's what Jeremy Grant brings as well. So you, you, there's kind of the makeup of, of, of building a, a team that can sustain throughout 82 games and, and make a playoff push, live threat, jump shooters, and, and uh, switchable defenders. Those are the guys you kind of surround with a, with a player like Kay Cunningham. Detroit's own Rashad Phillips with us, draft analyst and expert uh, joining us here on the pod. All right, uh, so you watch the lottery. I know as being a Detroit guy, you're, you're hoping the Pistons can get in the, into the top three. They don't. They end yeah. up at five. What was your reaction, and uh, how, how do you look at this thing, the top to bottom? So here's so that, here's how I looked at it, Matt. Um the Pistons, to me, this is just how I look at it. The first three guys have already been accounted for for the last year. So you look at Chet, Paolo, and Jabari, like those guys are out of the picture, right? right? So, yeah. Yeah. So, so, the, so the fourth pick is the first pick to me, and the fifth pick is the second pick to me. That's how I look at it. So <laughs> I, I <think laughs> Got it. That, that's, that's just my way yeah. of looking at it, right? So, so I, I think they're sitting in a, a, a sweet spot, and – 
in position to get a really good player that can help continue to push this franchise in the right direction. Is it a strong draft in your mind after those three guys? I think it's a. I think it's strong. I do. I think there's some some players that could really help a bunch of bunch of teams um, after those three guys. Absolutely. Rashad Phillips with me. All right. Um, we talked about before things you want to add for Detroit. At five, who do you see as being a possibility, and and, and yeah. who do you like and don't yeah. like? Yeah. So as a possibility, you look at uh, you know Keegan Murray from Iowa. Um, he is a you know six eight small forward um, plays a, a, a high efficiency high efficiency brand of basketball um, averaged over twenty points a game in Iowa um, just does it does 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 the game plays the right way really like him um, and obviously Jaden Ivy is you know the firecracker in this uh, this draft he's explosive he's fantastic in transition. Um, he's exciting. He's, he's, he has some box office type of, of traits about him. Um, and I think that he uh, is one of the players that I have my eye on. And and also Benedict Matherin from the small four from Arizona. Yeah. He's a, a terrific glue guy, uh, great defender, utility, lockdown, can spot up and knock down shots. He can slash. He can take on defensive assignments. You know, so uh, he finishes in traffic, runs the floor. Is Matherin, you're saying he's worthy of a top five selection? He hasn't hasn't gone that high in a lot of mocks, but I I, I trust your uh, I trust your expertise. Yeah, I, I, yeah, like I just think that again, we're talking about here. Here's I think a lot of people get confused when you're drafting players when you say top five and top ten and top twenty. For me, I don't look at it that way. I look at it for what player fits the team, no matter where they're drafting. And with the Pistons at five, with the roster that they already have assembled, you got to put the right player with the players you've already drafted. So sometimes you could, you can overdraft. You can put too many cooks in the kitchen. You can have too many ball handlers. You can have too many scores. You can have too many of this or too many of that. Too much of anything can kill you. So I look at the roster at five. Matherin fits the roster that is already in play. That's why I like him at five with Detroit. Uh, what about Ivy? Obviously, we watched him a lot uh, here in the Big Ten at Purdue. Like you said, explosive, firecracker, score type. Yeah. But if you look at this team and go, all right, I mean, uh, Cade Cunningham's handling the ball a lot. Yep. Kill- Killian Hayes is only 21. That's a lot of smalls, isn't it, on the floor? Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you can look at that. And you also got to forecast, too, though, Matt. Like, what what are what are the Pistons going to do? What are, what are they looking to do in the next year or two? Are they looking to get move a player? Are they, are they going to re-sign a certain player or not? Are they going to? So there's some inner workings going on behind the curtains that, that could be happening. But when you look at Jaden Ivey, the one thing you cannot ignore, I just think that he's more exciting than any player that we have. Um, and you, there's, there's something that goes for excitement. Like, yeah, he's 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 exciting. He he's gonna put butts in the seats. He he he's great in transition. Can you just imagine him catching lobs from Kay Cunningham? And he's a better off the ball player than what people give him credit for. You can go back and watch his tape. Um, he's not a gunner. He he's not gonna be. He, he didn't take twenty five shots a game. Like this kid understands how to play. His mom's a college coach. 
he comes from the game of basketball. I don't think he gets enough credit for being just a good basketball player because we're so in awe of his athleticism. But make no mistake, make no mistake about it, Jay Ivey is pretty good. Rashad Phillips with me. Check out his book, The Evolution, is being televised. It's coming out late August. To get his NBA prospect draft guide, just follow him on Twitter at rp3natural and get that. Um, tell me about Shaden Sharp. Um, you know, from high school, yeah. was supposed to go to Kentucky, never ended up playing there. Is he worthy a, 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 of, of a look from, from Detroit? I'm going to say yeah, man, because I, I watched him in high school, and I just thought that he was – you know, super explosive. He's a bigger version of Jake Green to me. Um, just gets out in transition and just elevates over people. Underrated knockdown shooter. Um, can get better on the defensive side of the ball. But again, that the uber athleticism that he possesses, there's not there's not another person outside of Jaden Ivey in this draft that just, you know, has that athleticism that you just can't teach. So I think he's worthy of a, a top eight, top ten consideration. It's just up to the franchise. Is it worth the gamble? There's there's not a lot of data there with him. So are you willing to take that swing on a player that that doesn't have a lot of data, or are you are you willing to just get on base with a player like a Jaden Ivey or Keegan Murray or or Benedict Matherin because they have more data? So that's kind of what you're facing when you're drafting in that top five with a player like Sharp. What do you think of Jeremy Sohan? <laughs> he's uh he's eccentric. Um he's a hybrid post that will do the dirty work. Like when you look you look at the finals, you look at the, the, the last four teams in the finals, like in order to win in the NBA Yeah, they're guarding high, yeah. you gotta guard people. And you have to have a player on your team that is willing to kind of muck it up a little bit. A player that doesn't need touches, that doesn't, you don't have to run offensive sets for, that they're just going to be the garbage workers and they're going to make their living that way. The Draymond Greens and the Dennis Rodmans and the, the Marcus Smarts and the Robert Williams. You, you, you need guys like that on your roster. Um, in order to make everything just keep keep flowing the way that it should, so that's what I see him being is a, a more of a, a, a hard hat lunch pail type of player in the league. I'd be remiss if I, uh, you know, I know you said the draft starts at four, but if you're Orlando, who are you taking at one? <laughs> who, who, who would you take? Yeah, I would probably take Paulo at number one. Really? Um, yeah, I would take Paulo. I love Jabari. I think, you know, you know me, Matt, I, I'm, I'm biased towards score. So I love Jabari just because he can put the ball in the basket. I, I just love that he, he can score the ball. But when you look at Paolo, I think Paolo is the more ready-made product right now. Maybe Jabari has more potential down the line. Maybe Chet has more potential down the line. But as of today, Paolo is the more ready-made NBA player. He's a, a, a super version glue guy can score it he's a 16.7 rebound four assists type of guy doesn't need a lot of touches great locker room great character so he is kind of the player that i personally would draft if i was the orlando magic at one a year ago right here on this very podcast uh i asked you give me a, give me a guy you love and you think can play and you said cam thomas and and, <laughs> and, and the nets took him late in the first and, and he worked out who's who's that guy this year for rashad phillips 
Oh, man. I, I really like – I got to go two guys, man, because I really like these two. I love Ryan Rollins from Toledo. Um, I think he's terrific, man. He reminds me a lot of Anthony Simons from Portland. He can he can create his own offense. He just has a great pace about himself, um, uh, can, can, can score the ball, uh, can defend, um, underrated athlete, can pass it a little bit. So I, I, I love his game, and I think um, he's one of those players that – down the line, we're going to look back at it and say, man, he should have went higher in the draft. So I, I really love him. And I love Alondis Williams from Wake Forest. Yeah. Um, second in the ACC in scoring, first in assists, 6'5", combo guard, big, strong, athletic, vicious, ferocious, high 50% shooter. Um, not a great three-point shooter, but uh, I love everything else about the kid. And I think he's going to be excellent as well. Second round picks, obviously the Pistons have one. Um, who who comes in into play for you from the second round guys that maybe uh, maybe can be a sleeper? So I like Jabari Walker um, out of Colorado, um, six nine, six ten, average fourteen point six points a game, nine point four rebounds, a stretch big. He's one of the top stretch bigs in his class. Tremendous feel for the game. With with the excellent shooter stroke, and if you if you go back and look at the tape, Colorado ran a lot of sets for him coming off pin downs for jumpers, and the, then they would post him up as well. Reminds me a lot of Trey Murphy, um, but not as athletic, but brings that same type of stretch big dynamic. And again, Matt, we talked about the the roster construction of the Pistons. You got to surround Kate with with big players that can knock down shots. Jabari Walker, Colorado, love him. It's weird, you know, you look at this way the game is going now with so many small guys out there, and, you know, it's almost like in the finals, Looney's playing with four guards, and Robert Williams is playing <laughs> with four with four guards. The game, the game has changed, Rashad, right? And it's, uh, yes. um, but like you said, the, the final four teams here all, 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 all dig in defensively. Yes, yeah, and, and, and that's why I think my book is so important for people to read, too. The evolution is being televised because it kind of gives you it kind of gives you the navigation of where the game is today and how it got to where it is today. So um, that's why I, I, I love what I see so far. Check out Rashad on Twitter. Again, NBA pro, uh, Prospect Draft Guide. Get that before the draft. Uh, coming up here on Thursday of next week, and as he mentioned, the evolution, evolution is being televised. Going to be out in late August, his book as well. Uh, 2,319 points scored at the University of Detroit Mercy, now the second all-time leading scorer Mm -hmm. at Titan Territory, but we're not going to push Rashad on that one. Uh, (laughs) uh, But I saw every one of them, every basket, so it was uh, was fun to see. But uh, Rashad, love it, and uh, keep up the great work, my friend. Appreciate you, Diesel. There he is, Rashad Phillips with us, NBA Draft uh, Analyst. Check him out next week as well. It'll be on The Herd with Colin Cowherd. And about all over radio uh, and sports radio and, and, and podcasts, but with us here on the Pistons Pod, we are brought to you by our friends at Uptime Energy Drink. We'll talk to you next week after the draft.